You're listening to The Happy Hour Effect, episode number 31, and the season two premiere. Now, if you are somebody who has ever had something bad happen in your life at any time, keep listening, because this episode and this entire season is all about your rise. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect podcast. It has been so long since I've seen you and heard from you and talked at you through this podcast. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus between seasons one and two, doing some stuff with my speaking and writing and really creating some new fresh stuff that you guys are going to love in this new season two of the Happy Hour Effect podcast. So if you're just joining me and you have never listened to the Happy Hour Effect before, I'm just going to give you a quick reminder of who I am, quick little update. So I'm Kristen Brown. I'm a professional speaker. I'm a two-time best-selling author, and I help corporate teams and individuals really just love their work and life again so that you get out of the bed in the morning and you actually want to go to work and do a really great job while you're there and come home and thrive just like you do at work. So really, it's about taking control reducing your stress, having the right goals, and really setting that all up so it fits your lifestyle, your dream for the vision that you have for yourself and your loved ones. So that's just a little bit about me. For those of you that don't know my kind of bittersweet backstory, I was in corporate America for 15 years. I worked on retail vendor teams selling to big retailers like Target, Walmart, Macy's, Sears, Kmart, and loved corporate America, loved working, loved my job, and was in a pretty sweet deal. I was married. I had a brand new baby. was in good health, had the dog, had the house, had all of the things that I thought, you know, made up a pretty good life. And then unexpectedly, my young husband, Todd, died of a heart attack in his sleep. Age 30, tall, skinny, former college athlete, had just been given a clean bill of health at a physical. And I can talk about it now without being a big crying ball of tears and snot, because it was eight years ago. But at the time, it really took me down. It hurt me financially. It hurt me emotionally, of course. It hurt me physically. I was sick and struggled all the time to just be my, just to even feel good in the morning. And it really hurt me at work too. And it wasn't until I came out of the fog that I realized that I wasn't alone. There were so many people dealing with big stuff in their lives, you know, big stuff like the loss of a loved one, health problems, debt, relationship problems. And those big things really have an impact and have this ripple effect across your entire life. And as I started to dig deeper and looked at all the little things that cause us to be stressed out, cause us to not have enough time, cause us to struggle with fitting everything in, I realized that all those little things add up to a big thing that can be as hurtful, as impactful to our lives as those big things that come along like health issues, losses of loved ones, things like that. And so I really set out on a course to figure out how does resilience, how does success, how does leadership, how does mindfulness really play into how successful we can be at work, how we can thrive at home, despite the big, bad, ugly stuff that comes along to take us down. Because we don't want to be compromised at the things that we're really good at when something comes along in a totally different area of our life to hurt us. 
we want to really still remain good at those things that we set out to be good at. And so that's really what the focus of my work lately has been on. And the happy hour effect still is my overarching structure. The happy hour effect is all about those elements of happy hour that you can use throughout your day, both at work and at home. And there are some past episodes, I'll put links to them right on the show notes, that really dive into what this happy hour effect is and how it can help you. Because, you know, when you leave work and you go to happy hour or you just go home, you actually have some physical, mental, emotional shifts that happen unrelated to alcohol and booze and cocktails and all of that stuff that are really more about your presence, the people that you're with, the peace that you carry, the productivity and goals that you talk about while you're there, and your passions. So it is those five things that I just mentioned. You can go listen to some past episodes. Again, I'll share those in the show notes. And if you want more about this episode and anything that I share, you can just go to happyhoureffect.com, click on podcast, and this is episode number 31. And all of the links, everything that I talk about, a little overview of the show will be listed there. Also, some ways that you can share the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, and you can like it to help more people really embrace this happy hour effect mindset and really help you become a riser in your own life. So let's dig in, because a lot of people come to me after they've heard me on stage or after they've read my books or after I meet them just out in public, and the most common thing that I hear is that people just can't juggle everything that we have to do today. There's technology, there's meetings, there's bosses, there's kids stuff, there's personal relationships, there's money decisions, there's errands, there's me time. And how do we even begin to start to think about our future stuff, our goals? I mean, do we even have time to plan for that? Most people say that they really don't. They may say, yeah, I want to save money and you know, have enough for retirement and I want to be healthy, I want my kids to be healthy. But to really kind of get into the nitty gritty of, well, how's that actually going to happen starting today, they get kind of overwhelmed because there's just so much that we're doing. We're always multitasking. We're doing so many things at once that we can tend to become unfocused, to become reactive as opposed to proactive. We can really not be all that reflective or mindful about the choices that we make today that actually will impact whether or not we reach the vision we have for ourselves in the future. We get kind of stuck in a little bit of a rut. And it is that mentality that requires that we dig deep into our own reservoir of strength and bravery and courage and all those buzzwords that you hear about personal resilience and decide that you are going to be the one in control of how your life is going to unfold, how you want to feel every day. And that is really the foundation of what it means to be a riser. And this riser mentality really is all about rising up, deciding that even when life gets hard, even when you're overcommitted, even when you're overscheduled, you don't have enough energy to go around, you are still going to set a course for happiness, for meaning, for fulfillment, and for success, even when you're busy and stressed out. That is the hallmark of a true riser. So today, I just want to give you a few of my favorite ways that you can be a riser. They're really just mindsets that you need to embrace. And because there's so much around this topic, this whole season, for the next 30 episodes for season two, we're really going to just dive into elements of that. And today we're just going to get started with just some basic mindset shifts. And then I'm actually going to do a part two next week to talk to you about what 
rise actually means. And rise, R-I-S-E, there are actually four different things that can lift you up and help you to rise both at work and at home. So that'll be part two next week. But this week, we're going to dig into six things, six of my very favorite ways that you can start to emulate this riser mentality, this riser mindset. Ready? We're going to dig in. Now, number one is that a riser consciously chooses to live out their commitments, their goals, and their life every day. You're consciously choosing. That means that when life unfolds, there are often things that come at you that are unexpected or that you don't have any control over. But that means also that as a riser, you have to consciously say that, yes, I know those things will come along, but I know that I have other priorities for my life, for how I want to feel, how I want to live, how I want to work, that will always come first. That doesn't mean you won't do those things and deal with those things that come along. But you know that for your life to look, feel, and evolve the way you want, you have to prioritize yourself and consciously choose to live your personal priorities and commitments every day. That's number one, the first trait of a riser. Number two, a riser takes the actions needed to get out of challenging situations. When bad things happen, a riser will not sit back and say, oh, shoot, this happened. Oh, I wish I could get through it. Oh, I hope I can get through this. Wishing and hoping is not enough for a riser. A riser is willing to sacrifice, to take action, to move forward, to get through those challenging tough spots, to get through those difficult situations we find themselves in, to get through those hardships that happen to every single one of us. You know, for me, when my husband died, for a few months, I was not a riser. I was a sinker. I sunk so low down into a pit of self-pity and victimization that I don't even recognize that person now looking back. But after I got through those first couple months of, okay, well, not couple, it was more than a couple, it was a few months of really that sinking feeling, I knew I had to figure out how to get back up off that floor, how to make myself get back into life again because I had a daughter I had a 10 month old baby who was relying on me to raise her to keep her safe to teach her how to live in today's busy crazy world I never wanted her to look back and say oh my mom was so sad my mom was so depressed my mom was so sad my mom was laying in her bed in a dark room all the time I only wanted my daughter to ever look back and say oh my gosh my mom was amazing despite the crummy stuff that happened to us during this dark period of our lives when I lost my husband. So risers are willing to say, yep, this stinks, this is a bad situation, but I am going to take the action to move out of it. And that's what I did after my husband died. I made the decision that I could not get stuck there. I needed to move forward. And I took actions to get there. That's number two. The third mindset shift of a true riser is that you're willing to sacrifice and even stretch every single day to adjust to whatever is new coming at you. A lot of times we get scared when change happens and we don't know how to deal with it. And so we kind of just dig in our heels and sort of stay in our little safety bubble. But a riser isn't willing to do that. A riser says, yes, this is different. Yes, this is a change. 
how am I going to stretch my own comfort zone a little bit to adjust to this newness, to adjust to this change every day? Because every day, new stuff, new situations, new people are going to come into our lives. And we have to figure out how you can continue to be productive, continue to be happy, continue to find meaning in your life, even when these changes happen. So that's number three, is a riser is willing to sacrifice and stretch to meet your new normal. Number four, number four is a riser is willing to value yourself enough that you're willing to love your life every day, even though it's not the same as the day before, even though it might not be perfect today. You value yourself so much, you know how much you bring to the world and the value that you have for your loved ones, for your coworkers, for your circle of friends. That value transcends all the difficult stuff and you value you so that you can really truly be in love with your life, so that you can own it and say, you know, yeah, it's not the same as yesterday and it's a little scary, but I value myself and I know that I'm worth making this work for me and making this work for my life. So that's number four, really valuing yourself in this process of change and in rising up to own that value you hold for yourself. The fifth thing I want to talk about is not letting that ugliness and pain that happens to us all take you down. Because, you know, those things are scary and there's hurt in our lives and there's things that make you cry and things that make you fearful and things that put you on a roller coaster of negativity and then excitement and then craziness and then happiness and then fear and all of these things are part of our lives every day. And these ugly things that happen to us are going to continue to happen to us. We're not going to live in this fancy paradise of perfection our entire lives. Bad stuff will happen. And it's up to you as a riser to say that those ugly things not going to take you down and they're not going to keep you down. You are willing to rise up to create a new path for yourself even when things are tough, even when life is painful, even when you have no idea what the heck is coming around the corner or what to expect, you are rising up, you're taking ownership, you're not letting something ugly and scary and, and fearful take you down or keep you down. That's number five. The sixth thing I want to talk about today is how a riser really decides how to spend your time and your energy. You raise your standards on the people that you're going to let take your time and energy, the tasks you're going to take your time and energy, and the goals that you set for yourself. A lot of times people get stuck in, oh, you know, I'm not worth it, or this person, I'll just say yes to everyone and everything. If they need me, that's great. I want to feel needed. But when you're a riser, you raise your standards. So you only let the right people take your time. The right people get your energy. The right tasks fill your to-do list. The right appointments fill your calendar. The right goals chart your path towards the future. Risers really have that nailed down, that they have a threshold of things that they're willing to accept and the things that they're not willing to accept to fill their life up with. And this goes both at work and at home. Because at work, you know, we do have job descriptions, right? 
But the way you fulfill on those job descriptions can really impact how effective and successful you are on the job as well. So you also have to be a riser and raise your standards at work and how you go about fulfilling those tasks that fill up your day. So those are six mindset shifts of a riser. There are more. There are many, many more that we're going to talk about throughout the next 30 episodes, throughout this whole season too. But those are six of my favorite that really can get you thinking bigger about what it takes to really say, my life is mine. I have one life. I want to live it the way that I choose. My career is up to me. Who I spend my time with is up to me. Who I love is up to me. (laughs) And all of those things play into this riser mentality that I want you to embrace, that I want you to rise up to over the course of the next several months. So if you want to get started on this riser mentality, I've committed myself to sharing a lot of content through LinkedIn and through my blog over the next several months, as well as I have some books coming out. I have one out already. It's called The Daily Rise Leadership Edition, and this is specifically a book for busy professionals who really want to step into their leadership. That doesn't mean you have to step into being the CEO or a VP or even a manager. You can be an individual contributor. You can work at McDonald's. You can be a teacher. You can be a nurse. You can be an executive level and still be a leader in your workplace. And my little book called The Daily Rise Leadership Edition, it's a little tiny pocketbook. So it's three inches by five inches. Like literally, you can stick it in your pocket. It has 52 leadership quotes, some written by me, some that I really just loved that were said by others. And each week you take that quote and on the facing page of the quote is a line for each day and how you're going to own and rise up to living that quote for the week, how you're going to rise into leadership. And again, leadership doesn't mean you have to be a C-suite executive. Leading at work and leading at home is about owning your life and saying you're the one in control and here's how you want it to unfold for yourself. So if you want that, the Daily Rise book, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's also on my website right under books and you can just go there, you can order it and definitely order a copy for everybody on your team because you can do it together and really help the entire growth of your organization really rise up because that's what it's all about. When you do it together, it sure becomes a lot easier than trying to lift everybody up all on your own and lift your life up on your own. So that was today's episode all about how do you rise? What are some mindsets of a riser? Next week, we are going to talk about the four elements that make up Arise, R-I-S-E. They each stand for something different, and they are all the four key elements that can help you ignite your work, to help you thrive at home, and to step into success in really a holistic way so that both at work and home, you're feeling really great about the direction that your life is taking. So if you love the show, I would love it if you would go and subscribe on iTunes, share it with your friends and your colleagues, and definitely send me a comment or emails if you have ideas for topics you'd like me to cover over the next few months. I always love taking listener feedback and using that so that I'm answering exactly what you need or want. Happy to take feedback and questions. And anytime you can email me, Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at happyhoureffect.com. Until next week, I look forward to hearing your riser stories and seeing it all unfold for you as you raise your standards and rise up in your work and your life. 
I'm Kristen Brown with the Happy Hour Effect. We will see you soon.